thank you. Yeah, he's still sat beside me. Well, just out of out of view. Um, and of course, my son features in the book as much as the students that I taught as part of my uh, decade teaching in a in a London sick form. And um, my own child self and my teenage friends and my teachers. And I thought on that note, I would, I'm doing rather ambitiously, I'm going to try and share my own screen. <laughs> so I'll start off, I hope everyone can see uh, the front cover of the kids, which shows um, me and a group of uh, fellow students from Barking College in 1993 or four um, at the uh, anti-Nazi League, Carnival Against the Nazis in Brockwell Park. I am on the uh, right of that photo by the banner. And um, I was 16 then. And, you know, I'd already done 11 years of formal education, but 16 was when I really started to learn. Um, it's when I really started to kind of begin to understand the political and social world in that I lived in and uh, being part of um, demonstrations and protests and activism was definitely uh, crucial to that and it was interesting to see Osman's photo of the of the uh, Enoch Powell rally and this is a kind of counter image to that that picture but I also wanted to show you, I've changed these slides by the way, while we've been listening tonight, I had a little tweak around. I wanted to show you the real photograph, the actual image. I was so glad this is time before the time of phones. So there was someone there with a, a disposable camera and here is the real photo uh, in color. And so you'll see that there's many more people there and it's in color and it's all a bit more messy. And I think these two images, the difference between them perhaps is a good metaphor for talking about what I've tried to do in this book, which is to take real life and then do something with it, perhaps beautify it, perhaps simplify it. It's definitely about a process of um, selection, of detail, of like who makes the final cut and all those sorts of things. Um, and also making it black and white. I think writing for me does something like that. There's something about containing and also historicizing going on um, in my work. Um, well, this was the age that I left my very traditional secondary school. It might have been that I wasn't allowed into the sick form. Maybe I didn't want to go. Maybe both things are true. Um, and I went off to college to do my A-levels and I met the most amazing students and amazing teachers there. I was taught by two teachers called John. The book is dedicated to John Toulon, who sadly um, died far too young and I thought I would start by reading um, to you a poem about him and I should say these poems are all sonnets and that's something else I mean about selection if you happen to write a 14 line poem with a five beat metrical line and a, and a rhyme scheme either Shakespearean or Petrarchan depending on which version you've gone from there's only so much the poem can hold um, but sonnets are also traditionally uh, love poems, and I definitely felt a uh, big love towards my A-level English teacher. Um, and there he is. Does he look lovable in that photograph? He looks rather irreverent. Still, pink hummingbird. The postcard he sent to you in that long, wet summer had on one side a pale pink hummingbird and overleaf his notes on your essay on Faulkner in his usual turquoise ink, 
the words you imagined written in sunlight on the bed of his book stuffed flat, each weighed with care like a love letter, though it was you that wanted him. All summer, you waited for September to be back in the tattered classroom, the tables pushed together, and him at the top, like a doting father or a bridegroom, or like God, if God wore Doc Martin's shoes and a silver sleeper in one ear. Not the God you didn't believe in, but one who believed in you. Well, it was definitely for that reason, the age of 16 uh, and how um, galvanized I was. That's why I wanted to go and teach in a sick form. I always wanted to teach kids of, the, of that age. And the next poem I'll read to you is about my first day on the job, my first day as a teacher. Um, and I should say I was 22, so I was only a few years older than the students that I was teaching. And the kids that I was teaching um, in those first few years um, had failed. They failed at GCSE English, sometimes once, sometimes twice, and sometimes three times. So even to be seen to be trying um, could be challenging for some of them. And the image that accompanies the poem I'm gonna read is from the Fuji's uh, album, um, The Score. And uh, it's in the single, Ready or Not. And I think, um, again, in using that detail in the poem, I'm trying to slightly historicize um, these events. The Register. That first September, I climbed the blue stone steps past Shakespeare's doubtful face, an old mosaic of Jamaica and the ruby blot of lips where last year's girls had kissed the schoolhouse brick. Now this year's crop pushed past, all clattery chat, their first day back, what's up, salam, the Fuji's blaring from someone's phone, ready or not. And with that old white dog still barking softly in my head, I walked the sugar papered hall and pushed the classroom door to find a sprawl of teenagers sat waiting, my researchers all back to do what they'd already failed. I took my seat and called the register, Denise. Tyrone, Alicia, Chantel. Well, at the time that I started teaching, um, you know, all the debates around multicultural education were raging, all the, all the conversations about what should we teach kids that come from a whole range of backgrounds. And often we were discussing in the classroom issues of identity. I mean, we, it was intersectional practice, so we didn't have the word intersectional at that time, but we talked about race, ethnicity, religion, class, gender, and all the way that was being given to us, served up to, um, to us through literature and also film. I taught film studies as well. And, um, we had very few kids at the sick form from, um, from white English backgrounds. They were in the minority and even more so white working class kids. And this poem is for, for one of those um, students. I'm gonna, oh, why am I not? My slides aren't moving on, bear with me. Oh, okay, here we go. And I don't think I need to explain the image uh, accompanying the photo. The only English kid. When the debate got going on Englishness, I'd pity the only English kid. Poor Johnny in his spotless Reeboks and blue Fred Perry. He had a voice from history, the no miss, yes miss, no miss, all treacly cockney, rag and bone. And while the others claimed Poland, Ghana, Bulgaria, and shook off England like the wrong team shirt, John brewed his tea exclusively on Holloway Road. 
So when Asif mourned the George Cross banner, swinging freely like a warning from his neighbour's roof, the subway tunnel sprayed with Muslim scum. Poor John would sit there quietly, looking guilty for all the awful things he hadn't done. It used to shock me, it doesn't shock me now, but at, at the time when I was first teaching, when I'd ask kids about their own Englishness or Britishness, and kids that had been born in Hackney or Stoke Newington or Tottenham, say two, they were second or third or fourth generation, would refuse Englishness, refuse Britishness. And I thought that raised so many interesting, pertinent, still totally relevant questions about why those young people felt alienated from their, from their, um, from the place in which they were born and the place that was rightly, I believe, theirs. Um, and so there were many, many sort of fascinating, fascinating conversations on that front. And it's funny, you know, the kids that I remember most strongly are the ones that um, cause me the most problems, I suppose. And, you know, I had so many brilliant and happy classroom encounters, you know, those days when lessons just really went well. And what I was trying to teach, I felt was learn. But in writing this book, which I started writing years after I'd left teaching, um, it was those kids that I hadn't been able to connect with or those kids that seemed to hate me um, that, I, that I remembered. And the next two poems I'll read, the, the final two poems, are about uh, a student of that ilk. Um, but one thing I should say is that my whole teaching experience and what I'm trying to work through in this book or talk about is the, how my own identity was being um, uh, challenged and um complicated by the students that I taught so my dad was um Jamaican he was Afro Chinese but I never told my students that not until later and um you'll hear how these this pair of poems um speak to uh that idea Janine Janine was a Monday morning queasy feeling I was never ready for her choice of sting the late strut in Teeth kissing, rolling eyes, my protests thwacked away like swatted flies, or else the bleat of questions, 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 her pinging hand, a jack in the box, a gun she kept on firing, asking over and over why we couldn't study Harry Potter. Or worse, the searing telescopic stare I winced in as she coiled a lock of hair around the middle finger shone at me. And this went on for months until, until somebody said the thing and finally brought ease. My dad was half Jamaican, half Chinese. It's a photograph of my, my father there. Janine won. My dad was half Jamaican, half Chinese. Her question at my office door, her face gone softer, searching mine for vestiges of blackness, as if she'd find a sign, a trace, the more she taught. And when I told her yes, was some fire put out? It's hard to know what heat, or presume a heat at all, or guess the stakes when teachers rarely look like those they teach. The whiteness of my skin has been confusion, chaos, agency. Janine was nicer after. Well, what's up, miss? And hey, like neither me nor her remembered Monday's knackering spun out war. She dropped her gun. I'd somehow been excused. I'd been forgiven. I think what Janine and I both felt strongly there was relief. 
of relief that we could stop. But the book is broadly, um, it's, it's love poems to education, to learning in all its forms, to the kids I taught and for them, to them for what they taught me. Okay, I'll finish there.